So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everyone. This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPenalLife.com. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> and you're listening to the Married Penal Life Podcast. <laughs> and we're excited about this episode as we continue with our influencer interview series. We have some wonderful guests that we're ready to talk with and to talk about. But before we do... Just so you know, this podcast, this is where we uh, talk with uh, married entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and really to help uh, our audience, to help you guys to get greater clarity, mm-hmm. uh, create more revenue, and of course, have a lasting impact. Yes, as you all know, we are all about legacy building, and that's what we're here um, to share with you, not just our story, but bring on other married entrepreneurs who are doing amazing things um, in their own industry as well. So we want you to be encouraged, be inspired, and be impacted, definitely. So first and foremost, let me tell you about this amazing couple we have right here. I, um, I'm just going to go right into the, the uh, bio, but I, just, I do want to say that I have watched this person. I'm going to speak of the wife first. I um, watched her for a little over a year. I, I know you probably, I didn't tell you that, but I have. And so I watched her a little over the year, watched her fruit. I've listened and I'm super excited. And it's, I'm like, we have got to get her um, and her husband on here. So let me introduce her formally. I'm going to introduce um, Jamie Cross for two years after leaving her corporate banking career to be home with her newborn son, Jamie Cross had a longing to build a meaningful empire driven by purpose worldwide and worldwide impact. Earnestly seeking direction, Jamie asked God for a billion dollar idea. And days later saw a business plan in a dream. She immediately embarked on her entrepreneurial journey. And after eight long years of trial and error and a lot of mistakes and tears, her company is leading a true beauty movement that is changing the way people do skin. Now, Jamie stands at the forefront of business as a force for good. Now bridging her two companies, MIG and her and the Her Effect, to pave the way for women to embody true beauty, true beauty, purpose, and embark on their own journey towards becoming her. Now Jamie is also the host of uh, the Her Effect podcast. And so we are super excited to introduce her and my hubby's gonna introduce Nathan. Yes, and Nathan is the husband of Jamie, of course. <laughs> and uh, very interesting background. He uh, has his background in education. He comes out of the teacher space. And uh, there's another point that we actually share in common in that he was a wrestling coach. I was not a coach, but I was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And so that's um, really exciting. Uh, really exciting point. And as well, uh, he is the operation side of the business. And I understand precisely what that is like. Uh, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> to be uh, the silent partner, if you will, um, of your wife's uh, initiative. And so that's really awesome. So he's operations as well as ministry. Mm-hmm. And they just shared with us that they uh, have recently started a house church. So I'm really excited about asking some questions there as well. So without further ado, welcome uh, Nathan and Jamie. Jamie. Yes. Thank you for having us. Glad to be here. Being here, we are super excited to hear your story. 
Um, so we're going to just jump right in. Is that okay with you guys? Yes. Awesome. Now you all are coming in from Colorado or calling in. Yeah, mm -hmm. calling in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Um, how long have you all been married? 16 and a half years. Wow. And she said in a half. That's good. That's almost 17. That's awesome. Okay. And you have four little ones? Four boys. Four boys. All that wow. testosterone in the you house. You got a squad. <laughs> <laughs> how old are they? We have 11, 9, 7, and 2. Okay. That's, oh, God bless you. That's, that's a blessing. <laughs> that's a blessing. Indeed. Children are a blessing of the Lord. Um, so first, yeah. we want to just jump in into like how you all, um, it's going to be about marriage. So this section is really about like how you feel like you all have grown since launching um, the business and then working together. How have you grown in marriage? How has that business made a difference between you two? Mm -hmm. you want to talk? Yeah. Um, I think ultimately we can look back and see that we've grown a lot closer together. Mm -hmm. that it is our marriage has become much better mm -hmm. and we can communicate a lot better mm -hmm. and um i mean it's been a blessing uh it doesn't mean that it was always easy but it was <clears throat> a lot of a lot of hard times in there but mm -hmm. um throughout that journey it's been it's been a huge blessing and we can honestly say you know we we have the best relationship we've had uh, our whole marriage and it just keeps getting better yeah we yeah well we and i'll kind of go into some of the story factor but when nathan says we struggled in in there like when we first got married we did not speak the same language <clears throat> we were total we are total opposites and i think in marriage <clears throat> people like the commitment factor is what brings you together as one like becoming one is a journey mm -hmm. and now we can appreciate each other's differences and our differences in communication and our different needs. But in the beginning, it was like, I was, I'm a verbal affirmation person and Nathan is extremely nonverbal. He expresses himself so differently. Yeah. Things like that. And then just being able to have basic good communication skills. Like we started out in marriage making new statements. And I don't know if you guys have ever read saving your marriage before it starts, but he talks about like, you did this versus saying, I felt hurt when you said that thing. Mm. You know, it's making simple shifts like that. But there were seasons where I, I threw plates at him. I oh. wanted to break his guitar. Oh, um, you know, okay. where. Like, I so wouldn't calm. imagine. Like, Jamie, you were yeah. like, so were so chill with it though. Like, how? Well, so it's, <laughs> it's so removed now because that was like years ago and we have. I know for me, I can, I can speak for myself in the fact that, and I think this is where a lot of, I, I became very um, content with, like, I think there was a season in the beginning there for like probably even the first eight to 10 years of like needing him to meet my needs. Mm -hmm. And because it wasn't happening the way that I thought he needed to do that, there was always that friction and feeling dissatisfied and unloved. but. Um, but in my growing in my relationship with the Lord, I became so content in who like he made me to be and then who he made Nathan. And I had to grow in almost an interdependence of like everything that Nathan is, is just like an added yeah. beauty 
rather than it being like, you're not this and you're not doing that right. And now it's like, oh my gosh, like I just love who he is because of who I've become. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't need him to change anymore. You know? Girl, that's good. Wow. That's, that's very that's powerful. That's good. That sounds like a whole woman versus a broken one speaking. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. You feel that a lot. I think in like marriage counseling and, and younger couples, they get counseled to make sure you're, you're whole in Christ. And then when you come together, you'll be mm-hmm. that much better. But and that's easier said than done. And we know. grew up in marriage. I mean, we were, I was 22, Nathan was 23 when we got married. So we've grown up together now okay. and have grown as one. And, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a process. So I'm always like, don't give up. Like right. yeah. that Nathan had the substance of the man of my dreams. And I knew that I always wanted to be the woman of his dreams. And so like I had to, I had to change a lot and be refined and, and, be transformed in order to become that, but um, yeah, yeah, it's very powerful. So mm-hmm. I think you were sharing that mm-hmm. since working together in the business, and of course, obviously, as you all have journeyed um, all these years through your marriage, how do you protect the marriage from the business? like the marriage encroaching upon, excuse me, the business encroaching upon the marriage. How do you protect the marriage from the business? Because, you know, sometimes in this space of entrepreneurship, business can become an all-consuming fire. <laughs> Look at her eyes. <laughs> there really? What? <laughs> Man, that's, that's um, an interesting question. And I don't know if we have the, the right answer or if there is a right answer, but for us, it's... Um, it seems like there's seasons, you know, and life comes in seasons. And there's certain seasons where we're just busy. And Jamie's really busy and she's got a lot of commitments and she's traveling and she's doing this or that. And um, you kind of just have to roll with the punches, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I will, I will take her aside and say, listen, babe, let's, let's have a little more quality family time, you know, mm-hmm. you've been a little absent lately. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it's never like condemnation. It's never mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. you need, you're doing this and you're doing that and you're, you're not, you know, making accusations. It's like that. We, we understand that we're paying a price and uh, there's a price to pay for being an entrepreneur. And especially if you want to grow uh, a big company and influence the world and make an impact, you know, it's like, but it's, it's a give and take, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just did that the other day. It was like, mm-hmm. and you were like, and here's how I look at anytime Nathan comes to me with like correction. And I, I don't even know if you can call it that, but it's like, a, he, he's so gentle. And it's like washing the, wa- the, the washing of the water in the word. And he gave me some correction. It's like, hey, I'd like you to try to have more boundaries, you know, mm-hmm you know, let's have like an end time. And then mm. I can't remember even all the things that you said, but I took it to heart and I was like, you're right. Um, just always being teachable. Cause I trust him that he always has my best interests at heart and that he's leading his family well. And so whenever he comes, I am very quick to, to submit to that. And um, we had this conversation with another couple. Cause they're like, wait, submission. Like, aren't you like the alpha entrepreneur, like wife? And I'm like, heck no. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
you know, like when I'm out there dominating in entrepreneurship, it's totally different than when I come in as like as mother and wife, it's, we have our alignment mm-hmm. um, proper. We are properly aligned. So when Nathan comes to me with correction, I take that very seriously and very humbly because I know that it's like the Lord's protection over our business and over our marriage. And, um, and he's right too. Like it's easy to think, Oh, I've got to be busy. I've got to do this right now. I'm like, we're in hustle mode and we are cause we're like, there's so much happening in our company, but then it's okay to be like, how can I take heed to what he's saying and make, make corrections and not be so all consumed all the time? Cause we can, we can do that, you know, Right. but it does take like planning and discipline and, and all of that. <laughs> I think too, there's, there's a aspect of learning to be okay with being out of balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like being uh, busy or, yeah. Like, for most people's marriage or life, our our life might seem a little out of balance, mm-hmm. uh, a little chaotic. But that's the entrepreneurial journey. You know, that's mm-hmm. it's not like your normal nine to five life. And, and so, we, and I don't know if I can say this and communicate it properly, okay. but we don't need each other, but we need each other. Do you know, like, <laughs> if it's like he's studying till 11 o'clock at night and there's nights that I have to go to bed alone. And he's like, I'm right. I'm in the zone. Like the Holy spirit's given me downloads. I'm not like, well, sometimes I'm like, babe, can't you please come to bed with me and then go back to like do your studies. But there's things like that where it's like, he has the freedom and I have the freedom. So when I'm like, I need to go on this trip, he's not like, no, you can't go. Or why do you have to go? Or it's like, go babe. And I'm like, go babe and we're doing our thing and then we like high five on the trail you know but we're like together and sometimes we're like doing this but we're always like just supporting each other and I think that draws us nearer too because um it reminds me of what Billy Graham's wife said when sometimes Billy Graham was gone like six months at a time and she's like she was holding down the fort and that's how like they set each other free and I'm sure more for her than for him but and she did say like there's only so much billy you can handle but um <laughs> but it's just it's just the idea of like we have our roles and we know what part we're playing in this family vision and in the the vision that we have to even raise up our children and how we want to create impact we understand we're on the same page with all of that so even though it's it's a sacrifice at times we just we get it you know it's like mm. if i'm gone or nathan's gone it's not like we're not demanding of each other we're very like releasing of each other that's so good and it takes wholeness to actually do that it takes like wholeness and and trust you know like Mm -hmm. just like we're in in a good spot like you individually are in a good spot and then you're collectively as a union you know you're in a good spot and Mm -hmm. speaking of roles um how how did you all or do you all have like conversations about that based on you know seasons shifting and changing um and what based on what the needs are do you all is that like an intentional conversation you have or is it something that just kind of happens organically and then you follow up like how do you how do you all get to that point i would say it's it's both it happens organically and you need to be sensitive to that Mm -hmm. but also you need to communicate and define things sometimes and Mm -hmm. i think um 
like the big in the big picture we have the bible to kind of give us the context for the family and the way things should go and so we use that as the starting point mm-hmm. and then from there um we are very sensitive to each other's gifts and strengths mm-hmm. so if Jamie is really strong in a certain area, then that's the, that's the area I want her to see her functioning in and set her free in that area. And she's obviously an incredible entrepreneur. So if I was trying to be the controlling husband and be like, no, you can't build that business. or no, you can't take this much time away from the kids and me. And, you know, we would have never gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. And likewise with me. And so understanding your spouse and their, unique attributes and their mm-hmm. gifts and abilities and it's a cluster of things you know and, mm-hmm. and it's 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 to me it's almost like exactly like the body of christ yeah. and how the body of christ is supposed to function uh-huh. you have a certain aspect of the body of christ which is you have authority you have leadership but then at the same time everybody should be participating in their gifts yeah. And encouraged in their gifts and understand what those are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> no, no, it's so good. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. I could say a whole lot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, let's. <laughs> wow. Um, no, well, let it out. No, it's, no, it's as you were saying. I was just thinking about the scripture. You know, we have. Uh, many members but one body and how can the hand say to the foot that I have no need of you right. and and oftentimes I think sometimes we attribute um, value with role mm-hmm. but we all get our value f- through through Christ but we have distinctive roles and so the fact that you understand that and you all have been able to to really build off of that wisdom um, within the family within the business mm-hmm what it does is it actually does away with even the threat of intimidation. It does mm-hmm. away with yeah. um, mm. a lot of insecurity. And it's not because our identity is in each other, yeah. though we do have an identity as a, mm-hmm. as a, as, as a one flesh, mm-hmm. but our identity is ultimately in the Lord. And so to have that kind of confidence is it's just amazing to hear you all share how you all, uh, to use your term, I think you said, free each other in that mm-hmm. way. Uh, I just think that builds and promotes so much respect, so much mm-hmm. honor, so much love, so much cherishing, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, loaded. I know. <laughs> awesome. I was just thinking because the other day, I think it was last week, I was um, doing some studying and even teaching on um, out of Ephesians, and it was regarding like just the the mystery of the church, right? And then we talk about like we like the body is the church, mm-hmm. right? And then marriage being um, a symbol of the church, of the mm-hmm. bride, right? And so it being like, when I hear you all speak about how you're like joined together, like fitly joined together, you know, mm-hmm. you're not misfit, you know, right. joined together. You're like fitly joined together, just like that. Mm-hmm. And as one piece, and that to me, it was just like, wow, that's like a mystery. Like how did that all, And it's the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just a, it just kind of hit me right now. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow. Like what they're saying, that's the same thing that I was reading about. Like that's, it symbolizes the body. I'll I'll quote somebody. um, 
um, actually a pastor out of uh, DC and sort of just a summary, he says, um, based off of that same concept that the Lord gave us marriage to teach us about the church. He didn't give us the church to teach us about marriage. Mm. Very, very powerful. Wow. Though the church can't teach on marriage, but Mm. the concept of it. Mm. um, And that's why we are the bride of Christ. And go on and on and on, but anyhow, this is amazing. So, you know what I'm saying? Right? How it all fits together. So, would you say, I think think you may have answered it, but like, would you say if your role slightly changed based on what's going on and it just, it's not something that you know, okay, this is what you do, you're going to always do this particular thing. Not just in the business, but also in the marriage too. Like, do you all have like distinct roles in the marriage? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I think that may be more like tasks or or responsibilities yeah. that, that you take on. Yes. Well, here's so like, I mean, it's great because it's like your message for like the bodies coming out in this conversation. And <laughs> my message for families and women is first, you know, that a lot of these breakthroughs and these financial breakthroughs and family breakthroughs are on the other side of setting her free because we think like, oh, your job is to be the wife and the mother. And I only say that because we've been told that by leaders and by pastors, like, hey, your only role should be wife and mom. Like, and so um, the role there's roles that you can delegate within the home. Like if you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, she was out there buying and selling fields and building businesses. He was respected at the city gates. Um, I imagine he was in politics or ministry or like some kind of an elder, but she had made servants, plural. She had help in the home, you know? And so one of the first things that we did when our business started growing and I mean, the first six and a half years was just us bootstrapping and like doing dishes together. Like Nathan would pick up the slack on the house while I was doing the business stuff or, you know, he was teaching and coaching and I would be doing like full-time mom and full-time business and the house was neglected, you know. Now it's like we have a nanny and we have somebody who cleans the house. We have a tutor that comes in and teaches because we homeschool. And so having the freedom to look at your life and say, how can we delegate? What are the things that we are absolutely responsible for and what things can we begin to place on other people and bring support in the home and to have the freedom to look at that and not be like, well, you should be like, I have moms who are like, I could never hire a nanny. I don't want somebody else raising my kids. I'm like, you're missing the whole point. Mm. You actually get more time and more quality time with your children when you're like supported you've got a second set of hands when I'm not busy like doing all the food prep and all the cleaning and the toilets like how much more quality of life there is when you have help so Mm -hmm. that's one answer I don't know if you have anything else I'm going to do a slow (laughs) right there (laughs) free girl including myself husband like let me go cook for you let me go do this and instead of going he's like no we can, i'm simple you know it doesn't take i'm like no i want to be a good wife like i just have this ingrained like, like i, I want to be i want to be a good that? wife to you yeah well yeah. and that's like it's almost like with jesus he's like i don't need you to do all these things for me i just right. want your heart mm-hmm. you know so like nobody else can give nathan my heart like you mm-hmm. can't replace that but Somebody else can sure come in and clean the toilets and do <laughs> grocery shopping, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and 
and I just think it's really important for women to feel free, but also for men to be like, yes, we can use part of our budget to hire somebody to come in once a week and take that off your plate. Absolutely. You know, how much more productive and happy would she be if she was set free to just even like, what if her passion is just drawing like the nurturer? What if she loves to plant a garden? Like what things can you take off her plate that are burdensome so that she can be free to express herself in other areas? It doesn't have to be business. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Wow. She's a gold. <laughs> <laughs> in the same episode for men, that yes. they have this, you know, the traditional box that you're supposed to fit in. Like, like you're the provider. Like you have to be the provider. You have to be the breadwinner. You have to go to work, you know, eight to 10 hours a day. And um, you're not really supposed to take care of the kids. And, mm. and all of those stereotypes that work both ways, right? And yeah. if we had stuck to that model, we would never have built a business. We would be on a teacher's salary. Yeah. And I would and be I would be. I would never be... <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't see my family half the time. And, yeah. and uh, so mm. uh, I just, you got to let go of that sometimes. And don't try to be something you're not, you know. Okay, hey guys, was that not amazing or what? Amazing. So we just started talking about roles and that's part one. So when we go over to part two, you're going to hear more about this and some other great things as well. Yes, and Jamie and Nathan talk about their roles, but even more particular, she's going to be sharing how God gave her a dream that we, totally transformed their family. A and literal I'm going to dream. tell you, yeah, a literal dream mm-hmm. and it's not what you think. 